All right, well, we want to welcome you to the Going Places podcast. Cameron Cork here. Daniel Price. And it's episode 63 today, which, uh, you know, is a good one. And we have a very special guest today. Uh, we'll know as you uh, listen to the uh, last episode we had with Lonnie Morton. You know, we talked a lot of music. And uh, today we'll continue in that thing. We have somebody who I actually just met a couple days ago, but we have an artist who is just really just incredible uh, music producer out of Jacksonville, Florida, if I'm correct. Um, that's Lake City, Florida. Lake City, Florida. Close, though. You got close. <laughs> out of Florida. And uh, and I'll let him introduce himself because uh, he could probably do that better. But Sean on the beat. Sean, thank you for being with us today. Sean on the track. I actually changed. You know what's funny? I actually Sean changed my I changed my name as soon as I got hired for um, NS. So uh, like I hired as a railroad conductor, I changed yeah. my name to Sean on the track. Oh, I, I got you, man. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Nah, you're, you're good. All right. Good. So uh, thank you for being with us today. Oh, man, I appreciate y'all for having me. Yeah, so uh, if you'd like to introduce yourself, of course, you know, hip-hop, music, producer, you know, you do things for all sorts of genres, all sorts of, all sorts, all sorts of genres, and genres and things like that. So go ahead and introduce yourself. And- hey, what's up, man? Sean on the track, man. I work with um, DJ Plug, Bobby Critical, part of Flex Guy Mafia. We made beats for, like, Lil Vert, K-Camp, and a bunch of other your favorite artists, man. Like, we do it all. There's nothing I can't do. There's nothing, you know, I can't make. So, yeah. absolutely. It's happening. Absolutely. So, uh, obviously, music is huge for you. Uh, growing up, was this, you know, something that you just really fell in love with music? Yeah, it's- absolutely. I mean, I, I, I grew up listening to all different sorts of types of music because, like, I came from an older set of uh, generation of parents. So um, I was able to listen to, like, rock, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom, she loved Kiss, you know what I'm saying? Aerosmith. Yeah. She loved a lot of different stuff. So, um, and then my pops, you know, I think he grew up in like the like seventies and stuff like that. So he was like in the disco era. They both was, but you know, I was able to give, you know, different types of genres of music. So um started off being able to beatbox. Uh, beatboxing was actually led me to um, music producing. Started beatboxing at first and um one thing just led to another and um, I remember my cousin, he um introduced me to an app called Caustic. Cause at the time I had a I had a laptop but it was it was horrible, bro. Like it wouldn't even start up. <laughs> so like um I started making beats on my phone. And that's what made me different from every other producer. It was like, you know, you couldn't stop me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no matter what I had, I was able to make a beat. And it's, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. and it sounded fire. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I can make any type of style there is without using no type of samples, no type of anything. That's like, that's what makes me different. So, um, started making beats. Uh, it's probably about four years ago. I've been making beats only four years. Yeah. And um, it just grew. You know, I just, I started loving it, you know. Yeah, I tell you what, that's a jump from four years, you know, making beats on your phone and on a crappy laptop to, you know, yeah. Flex Guy Mafia, Uzi, and all those that you're talking about. That's that's incredible. And, you know, that's something I relate to a lot, too, because I was talking to the guy we had last week. You know, music is so, I think one of the reasons why music is so important is because it really becomes a part of our identity in a lot of ways, in a good mm, way. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, a lot of times the life we've lived or the way we were brought up oftentimes plays into our, you know, musical taste. And it's like, you know, you talk about, you know, having, mm-hmm. you know, parents from another generation. My parents both, both, both grew up in the 70s, too. So it's right. like, you know, they were playing, like, I was talking about this, my mom was a big influence in kind of getting me out of, you know, certain types of music and, you know, a lot of the classic rock from the 70s, you know, I could go on and on about that. But then, you know, probably, um, honestly, when I was like 10 years old, I really started uh, getting into uh, hip-hop because actually, uh, a teacher of mine, Mr. Bradley, uh, he, he would he would play, he was into that, and then I kind of, it morphed into everything else, and then I know we were talking, you know, my favorite artist is Kanye West, 
Mm. I kind of scheduled him about 2019, late 2019. I just really started getting into that. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so whenever you really decided this is something you wanted to do, how did, how did you kind of go about it? How did you kind of get the networking connections and things like that? Well, I've always been like a genuine person, man. Like I always try, you know, treat people with respect, you know, like just try, you know, try to make my mark on the road, you know what I'm saying? So when I first made my first beat, remember I was in high school and, uh, was getting ready to leave. We was on riding buses, you know what I'm saying? So um, I remember exporting the beat and I got bus left. I got left by the bus, man. I was like, dang, man, like my parents gonna kill me, man. I got left by the bus, trying to mess around with this beat maker machine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like, but I sent out the beat and I ended up meeting somebody. I started um, posting out my beats on Instagram for a while. And there was a um, producer by the name of AG. He worked with a uh, famous Dex, uh, um, Jay Critch, uh, Rich the Kid, a whole bunch of other artists. And he was like, man, you're fired up, let's work. So I started sending him a bunch of beats because that was the way to get your beats to, you know, the bigger artists. Because like, if they didn't know you, but they know him, if you get to send your beat to him, you know what I'm saying, you'll get to the big artists. So that's what I was doing, just shipping out my beats to him. He sent them back because I, I trusted him, you know what I'm saying? So uh, the beat ended up going to, um, we were trying to send out the famous Dex because this is when Dex yeah, was yeah. first popping at the time. So that, we yeah. sent the... Um, Took to be out the famous decks. Famous decks ended up kind of declining on it, but it was another artist that was blowing up out of Chicago by the name of um, C. Dot Honcho. So it got placed to him, and then um, I heard a snippet of it. I was like, man, this is fire, you know, whatever. But I didn't know anything about the artist. I only knew about, like I said, like I love, man, I love trains, man. I wasn't really into like music like that for real. Yeah. So like he was telling me, like, hey, man, he's a big artist. You're trying to blow up, you know, all this type of stuff. So, um, yeah, he mo he made an album, and then that album featured people like other producers like Zaytoven, DP Beats, whole bunch of other like big big time producers, man. Zaytoven, so like yeah, Zaytoven is incredible, bro. Like I look up to Zay, like shout out to Zaytoven. Um, but yeah, man, it started going up. I think I started hitting like 10k plays, and I was like, okay, I'm used to kind of 10k plays, whatever. Okay, cool. Started going up to hundred thousand, and I was like. Okay, <laughs> okay. So like you know, it, it's got bigger and bigger and bigger. Like this is me in high school. So like the song just got bigger and bigger and bigger. I think last time I looked at it, it went to like seven point five million streams, and I was like, yeah, man. Not everybody's doing that in my city. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I have to do something with this. I have to. So I started, I kept on going, kept on going, it got better. Do you kind of look like you, do you feel like you maybe in like certain things with a little beef or certain people, or you know, you talk about your city, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, you know, talk about that as well. Do you feel like a lot of oftentimes you've kind of had an obligation, maybe a little bit of a chip on your shoulder on different things? <clears throat> now, what do you mean by that? Like, um, like you said, you just, when you talk about the city, do you feel like, you know, you really want to do something for the city as well? Yeah, absolutely, man, because like, I, I ran to a gut, like, you know what I'm saying, a good bit of artist that was kind of like light-minded like me. But what it was is that people didn't really believe in themselves like that until like after I kind of started, I started doing it and I st they started seeing that, you know, hey, this is obtainable for, you know what I'm saying, for right. me too. So, you know, it takes somebody to kind of push the envelope a little bit, reach out there to these type of artists. And then, you know, your city starts to wake up and like, oh, you know, hey, I can do this too if I just put my mind to it. Because at one point, man, I used to bring my laptop to school. I was never really doing work in school like that anyways. I brought my laptop to school. I mean crappy as could be, you know what I'm saying? I still brung it to school. I wasn't really paying attention to school like that. But I, used to, I remember people used to, like, used to laugh at me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to like, make beats in class where I'm not paying attention and say I wasn't really going to be nothing. So 
I mean, I saw them wrong. Exactly. You know, yeah. I put them wrong, so. So when you said, uh, kind of like, you felt like I kind of have to do something with this, when you were like saying, I'm, I'm good at this, right? I'll be real, I'm good at this, I kind of have to do something with this. Right. But it was kind of like, you love doing that, right? Oh, yeah, I, fe- like, I fell so in love with it. It wasn't like, when I was like, I have to do this, like, just because I'm good. Like, do you love, you fell in love with doing this stuff? Yeah, absolutely, because I told you, like, you know, beatboxing would really brought me to um, music producing. Because um, I was just like, you know, how can I get my beatbox into something that is um, universal so everybody can listen to it? And making beats was one of them. My cousin George, he actually put me on to that phone app called Caustic 3. Everybody wants to know what the app was called. It was called Caustic 3. Not um, Beatmaker, not GarageBand. I use Caustic 3. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I was always um, a computer nerd. So I was trying to figure out a way that I can download my drum kits that people use on their laptop to put it on my phone. And I found that way that, you know, a lot of people didn't really notice. But um, I took it and I just ran with it. And so, like, if you had to say, how long did it, did you have to put in, like, a lot of work to get, get to where you are? Or was it kind of, like, kind of, like, to be honest, it's, like, a natural thing for you. Like, it was natural. Yeah, right. It was really natural. Like, it just snowballed. Like, once I just did one thing, everything else just kind of, Fell along with it. Like once I met one big artist, I met another one. And I think I think like that's like just from like really wanting something where you have to work. Like I gotta put in this much work to get to this point. Whether it's like the sport you're playing, but like there's other people who are just naturally gifted that kind of stuff. To where it's like they can do so, it just snowballs and they just they're loving. Right. And I think both ways. I mean, they're also awesome. they're both respectable, and I think. Me just being different, me being different and was able to make any sound like known to man. Like there will be uh, producers that have been doing a, it took years to make, for them to make their certain sound. And you just see this one kid just coming up with his phone and just like, I can do that too. I can do that too. I can do that too. But there's nothing I can't make, there's nothing I can't do. Certain artists would have to go to certain producers to get a certain sound, but you can just get them off of me. Like I can do everything. So like me and, um, (laughs) Me and one of the beat plug members on um, Polo Boy Shouty, I remember at one point I started using like, you know, producers have their own tag. So a lot of people was getting confused and they heard their tag and the beat and they was like, wait, did Polo make that? Because my sound sounded really, really close to, you know, Polo's. So like we, it would be like different producers I was kind of like not get into it with, but kind of like, it was like, man, like, bro, who are you? Like, you just making like, you just yeah. making my beats, man. Like, how are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? But they yeah. couldn't, we came to an agreement where he was like, man, you know what? You're just too fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just too good at this, bro. Like, yeah. it's like if you can't beat him, join sure. him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So me and Polo ended up becoming, like, brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knew that I was fire, and he knew that I just couldn't make this. This was just something, you know, just kind of practice and sharpen up my production skills. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't take it to the fence. So me and him ended up becoming, like, brothers. And keep in mind, like, everybody that I've met in the industry was somebody that I used to look up to. Yeah. I still do. I still look up to Polo. Like, Polo's like my brother. I can call him right now on FaceTime. He answers. Yeah. Like, 
somebody I used to listen to all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that was really more of my style. It was, like, anything that had lo-fi, chill chords with, like, a hard beat drop, I was all over it. And they were, Beat Plugs was actually doing that. So Beat Plugs inspired me. Uh, Edwin Mafia for surely inspired me. So I ended up meeting them afterwards. So Yeah, and you talk about, you know, <clears throat> the, the different uh, sounds that you can make. And not just in hip-hop, you talk about rock, you talk about jazz, you talk about, you know, you're really into psychedelic funk, which I love, by the way. Psychedelic know? funk, like, I learned to love that too, man. Like, it was, man, it's amazing. Yeah, so what kind of uh, brought you into that as far as, <clears throat> like, like, things like, when you just started trying different things, was like, okay, if I can make a hip-hop beat, let's try to make a rock type beat. That's, how I be that's exactly how it became. Like, I started going from, like, you know what? <clears throat> I mastered this. I, I call myself like the avatar of produce of the producing world. Yeah. Like you know, you gotta master all the elements, man. Cause like once you master all those elements, you're able to do anything. Yeah. And that's what brought me. You know what I'm saying? Like what made me different was like, dude, this kid, looking through his catalog, man, he's got rock, he's got jazz, he's got trap beats, he's mastering trap beats, he's just showing off at this point. Who is this kid? You know what I'm saying? That's what got everybody had their eyes locked in on me for a while. So um. Yeah, I mean, I had, you know, like I said, the older said the parents, you know, Mama, I'm not calling you old. I'm not calling you old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, yes. like, <laughs> wise. There we go, wise. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that inspired me to, you know what I'm saying, like, make different, you know, like, psychedelic funk, you know. Absolutely. All different type of stuff. So, would you say, like, do you have, like, a lot of confidence in what you did? Yeah, absolutely. Like, does that set you apart from other people? That's another thing too. I feel like yeah, confidence. Yeah. Like I can set, like if you walk up to somebody like I'm, I'm really good at this. Yeah. I'm like one one person that like if, that I can relate you to. This is a compliment. So as they're all like, Kanye. Like to me, Kanye has this weird mentality of confidence about him. like I'm the best. Right. If you don't believe, I, I I I truly believe. If you don't believe in yourself, you can't expect others to. Yeah. That's true. And, and, and you know that's something and you know i just i love i love just the confidence in yourself to do that because there's so many people that they wouldn't have that and they would allow that to hold themselves back it wouldn't be outside mm. persons that are holding them back it would be themselves that are holding them back and i think so many times it's like you know just having that and just like in school people making fun of you telling you're not going to do nothing you have to have that mentality to even stroke from there and then really to go on from that and really prove them wrong i think that's extremely satisfying and i think that you know as you know, I respect a lot just kind of your work ethic. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, that's beautiful, man. Man, I appreciate that. It's crazy because, like, that's what everybody compared me to. It's funny how you said Kanye. Everybody compared me to Kanye. Yeah. Everybody either compared me to Kanye or Dr. Dre. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I didn't really, I, I listened to him, you know what I'm saying, here and there. But for, like, literally everybody that I met compared me to that, it's, it's pretty cool because it's like, it's a compliment. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, it, I'm, I'm almost probably like paraphrasing. He might not have said the exact thing that he said. I need a room full of niggas so I'm surrounded by windows. Mm. Like, that's just like, that's like a kind of thing to say. I feel like that would be something you would say. Yeah. You, you, like, yeah. You, you have this thing about you that just, to me, sets you apart from other people. When you say, I can make any type of beat, like, it's kind of natural. It just snowballs. Like, that, like, to me, that's, that's shooting at me. I'm confident in what I do. Yeah. Which yeah. means you have to have, you can't just, you can't just be confident and you're like not good as well. You have to have some sort of proof. You know what I'm saying? Like you have right. to be like, okay, yeah. I know I can do this for a fact. So did you have a lot of people that growing up, you know, 
would you, would you say you've ever had like like maybe with like your friends like where like they kind of looked at you as being different because of this very yeah. i was all i was always different growing up like yeah. i didn't i didn't do the stuff that normal teenagers did like yeah. you know what i'm saying party stuff like that i didn't do that i stayed to my stuff yeah so, i always stayed to my stuff because like you know for one how i was raised my dad being like ex-military and everything we was talking about that we was at the coffee yeah. shop man like you know probably being ex-military and everything like that being the army we didn't go out like that man we didn't we didn't spend the night at somebody's houses but you know i didn't appreciate it because i was like no my parents is trying to like hold me back or whatever like that but it's like nah because when i got older a lot of my friends were going to jail they was getting shot they was getting killed you know so i'm just like thank god i didn't be a part of that you know yeah. what i'm saying i feel like you know god really looked out throughout my whole career throughout you know what i'm saying everything i did you know it was it was up to him because i mean he seen the vision before i did you're right you know so i always give a big shout out to god man because i mean he but, without him i would be nothing i, would, know, I would not be I, here one thing that i really want to you know hearing you say that means a lot to me because that's how i was growing up especially when i was a little bit younger i've always i've always felt like i'm i wasn't into the stuff i wasn't doing the stuff and like i'm 15 so i got you know a while to go before i'm like well enough brought up but it's like right you know, just certain things, it's like, I didn't fall in line with, you know, certain things that they were doing. In my parents, I've never spent the night in someone's house. I don't, I don't you know, go out. I just, they didn't play that. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they really don't play that. So I think that's something that, and I, it's kind of nice to hear you kind of on the other side of it say that. It makes me more appreciative and more grateful for having that as well. Because I even now can say, you know what, as, you know, unfortunate, maybe it might be at times an inconvenient. That's, you know, maybe preparing me for something, saving me for something. Yeah. If, you know, there was any kind of, you know, maybe any kind of negative forces that were there that were going to, you know, harm me or anybody. I think I think sometimes you can want to be grateful for that. Yeah, and a lot of times as kids, too, you know, like, you really don't see all the dangers. You know what I'm saying? All you just see is, like, everybody being like you. You know, that's why a lot of times when you go out and step out and do things, you're expecting somebody to treat you as you would them but you gotta understand like in this world man it's it's not like that exactly it's I definitely not like that you're exactly right and so many times it's like even when i was younger it was like i was on like another i almost felt like i was in like another dimension sometimes because like the things i would talk about the things i would think about yeah i'm like you know, <laughs> trying to like almost like save the world here. But it's, but it's like damn how you said that that's exactly how i felt like growing up man i felt like you know everybody would look at me like dude what is this kid talking about yeah like what is something like like dude like you not see like i hate using the term woke but yeah. i was very woke at a young age man like i knew what was going on i could see behind me you know what i'm saying the crap yeah but you know everybody else was just so blinded moving around you know what i'm saying they was like what is he talking about what is i'm like dude i'm telling you man like don't go over there yeah. <laughs> don't go over there. don't do it you know and just things in society too that you think about those are, it's, it's like man, so many things and, I, and i'll let you talk after this but it, it was it's just so many things that you just that you just see going on in cultural too and in the world it's like the maybe people are paying attention it's like i would be talking about some things and it's like you know all they would you know talk about fortnite nothing against fortnite but it's like you know there was there were other outlets especially like all right like as much as i love you know music I love, you know, other aspects of art. I love, you know, fine art paintings and things like that. Yeah. And I just love researching that, you know, history. I'm a big history buff. I love history and things like that. And also in school that, you know, I would kind of, you know, talk extra about. People like, why don't you talk about that if you don't have to? But that's just the way I looked at it. And just different things like that just really kind of... Uh, you, just, you were just fascinated about learning. Yeah. I thought there's nothing right. wrong with that. Absolutely. So, where where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? Lake City, Florida. Lake City, Florida. Was there a lot of gang violence, I guess, stuff around there? Well, you know, it's fine. Yeah, because, yeah, like, I wasn't really from there. I, I was, like, how... 
I grew up was like in the country. Yeah. So we right. would we didn't really see the city like that. It got worse. Like I feel like as soon as um you know just times got worse around us, you know everything else started getting worse too. So like I ain't start seeing about that until like if I would go out or like I'll see it on Facebook or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody we went to school we got shot. Somebody got killed. So, were there any so, kind of like outlets where you could have like went to that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. There was I mean, but I was so aware. About right, what I yeah. did, I was so um, I was so con- you know what I'm saying like worried about the company I keep because I feel like you know, you ever heard that um, old saying say like show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Absolutely. You know, so I'm very very strong minded when it comes mm-hmm. to that because like a lot of times I wouldn't be around certain people because like hey, I'm not telling you that you can't do what you want to do. I just can't take part of that because I I got I want something more for myself and if I keep on hanging around with you man like I'm, I'm not gonna get there. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So you got to be headstrong in this um, this game, man, because it's, That's it's very persuading. Yeah, I think, too, so many times, you know, I think it's just making intentional choices of who you want to be, what you want to do, and knowing that what's going to... If you if you have kind of tunnel vision on what you want to do and who you want to be, everything else that's coming along over here that you know is going to mess that up, you have to kind of... And that's something I, do, I try to practice daily. Because yeah. it's like so many times, you know, we have opportunities to kind of fall off track, but it's making sure that we stay focused after your life. And especially for you, with really knowing, you know, what you, what you want to do, especially not just with music, but also, and we can talk about this, you know, your passion for trains and the wheel and things like Heck that. Heck yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. How did you, you know, how did, was that, that was just your dream goal? Talk to me about that. Thomas the Train, man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Thomas the Train started everything. So, if so. I said before we kind of said we had the trains. Yeah. I did have a little, so like, I can't remember what you were saying, but like I was just thinking like I always feel like and this is gonna sound hypocritical to what like I my philosophy on things a lot, but like always look after number one is like a huge thing for me, but at the same time like I'm huge on helping other people and trying to But to me like when there's so many like when I have a goal, when I wanna be this way in ten years, when I want to Let's say overall, I want to be wealthy so I can help other people and so I can just to set my life up better and uh, to help my family. That's true. I want to be wealthy over that. You're right. Yeah, yeah but I was about to say, man, you, you good, brother. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I would like to make that goal. Okay, well, I need to set through that goal every single day. Almost yeah. for me, for me. Uh, I get distracted very easily. So like, almost every single day, I need to go, okay, man, what you this say? is what I'm going to do. So let's say I'm. Uh, you know, for me, I want to be on the PGA Tour one day. Okay. If I'm at the golf course, and there's a I here's the thing, there's nobody around when I'm at the golf course. It's me. Uh, there's not people to hold me accountable around there. So, my goal is like that swept away because all I have to do is just make a couple mistakes. Mm. And it's that easy to do that. And... <sighs> So Get having to right. stay true to my goal, saying, hey, uh, there's an opportunity to go do something that may be fun in the moment, mm. but in the future, this is not going to help me. And here's the thing, maybe I don't have anything to do right now, but I do have something right now. I can go outside, like, why don't I this golf course? I can do that stupid thing, or I can go work, and I can get better, and I can have a good day doing that, or I can have a better day <laughs> doing something that I shouldn't do. Absolutely. And it's just about looking really for the long run. You um, got to. You got to have a million dollars right now, or for the rest of my life, get paid ten thousand hmm. dollars. 
Mm. What would I rather do? <laughs> because it's that easy to spend a million dollars in a day. That's very true. Yeah, let me, you have so many people that they true. for the here and now without looking at the future, without looking at the big picture. So a lot of people, yes, that's yeah. what they would be like, yeah, I want a million dollars right now. But yeah. you have to look at the big picture. But so many people live in the here and now, I feel like. So I think that's a big thing as well. Yes, yeah, huge. Like, right. I, I feel like, you no, know, and um, this has been said in relationships, but um, Absolutely. I feel like um, this can be universal. But, you know, one night of passion can leave, you know what I'm saying, to a lifetime of pain. Right. And that's very true, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may do this thing right now, but you got to think about how's, what that's, what's that going to affect, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. you can't let that happen, especially if your goals and your dreams are that important to you. You can't let nothing get in that way, man. Because nobody's going to complete that journey but you, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you got to walk that mile, you know, you got to do it. I think about the book I read right now for school, which is Pilgrim's Progress. Okay. And uh, so the whole, I don't even know how to describe the book, but so it's, it's a, it's a Christian book. Okay. And this guy, he has the burden of sin on him and he meets this guy who's sending him on a path to get the burden of sin on him. And I think I'm trying, I'm just trying to do the best I can. So there's these two kids, I think is what it is. There's two kids, one's name is Passion, and the other might be Patience, or something. Is that it? Passion and Patience? Yeah. But, so, one is like, Patience is patient, because he's going to get his gift eventually. Mm. And Passion is, they're both going to get gifts eventually, but Passion is just like, so eager and dying to get the gift, and just to like, Get this out of the way, and like he's, I think he's in a rush to do it, huh? We yeah. have to, we have to stay patient. We <clears just throat> sit, like if we, even if we have to say, hey, I have to sacrifice not doing something today, just to be better in the long run. So to me, I can sacrifice. For, for me, if one day there's just one day where it's going to be a bad day, and I'm not going to be happy, and I'm not going to do something I love, and I have to sacrifice. Let's say, hey, you know, we're both going to school. So I said, I got behind on my work. I didn't do any work for two days, uh, which actually happened uh, this week. My parents went out of town for the anniversary, and I said my grandparents, and I just like, I didn't have time to do it. I didn't have myself. Right. So uh, I stayed up till 2 a.m. on Wednesday night, like just working to get my stuff done. And so, so let's say, like, I didn't get to go to the golf course that day um, because I had to continue working on my schoolwork because I'm going to have me done. If, if I have to sacrifice that, which isn't going to be happy, I'm not going to be happy, but tomorrow, I'm not going to have as much to do. I don't have this weight on me. And I can go out and I can have fun and I'm going to do just as much work and I can be better. So if there's one day where I have to sacrifice and say, I'm not going to do something stupid today. <laughs> just well, to, just to get better. Yet. Just get better with that. Because you can have a lot of fun and be really happy when you achieve your goal. But, or you can be really happy right now and then take something away from achieving your goal. Uh, <clears throat> I'd rather go through that sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? I'd yeah. rather go through it, I mean. Sometimes you gotta take those sacrifices, you know? You gotta take your wins, you gotta take your losses. And sometimes you gotta take losses. And I'm big on stuff on like, when it comes down to watching movies, like, in Transformers, man, I remember this quote that, um, that Sam with Wiki said one time. Um, his great-grandfather said, he said, no sacrifice, no victory. That's very true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, well, we're all Christians, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like a lot of times, you know, you just got to, it's all a faith game at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, he's, he's going to take you through a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? But if you can tough it out, 
and you know be patient with them you know it's gonna happen i feel like people nowadays they want everything microwave they want everything right there and now if you can't do it to, if you can't give it to them right then and there they don't they don't care about it. they don't want it no more i'm just like man it's it's way bigger than that you gotta look you gotta look at the bigger picture here yeah i think that's my whole like with faith and stuff like at the end of the day, I have my goals. I have Dude. stuff I want to achieve. At the end of the day, I can't do any of that without God. Like at the end of the day, that's who I truly, that's my identity. That's true. You know, like I have my identities. I'm a golfer. We do the podcast. Um, yeah. I love coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, love, I love shooting basketball, that kind of stuff. That's but true. at the end of the day, my true identity is in God. And I have to, I have to stay true to that, you know? And of course. If I have to sacrifice some things like my dream, well, you know, that's not really my dream. My dream is to ultimately do what God wants me to do, if that mm. makes any sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that, like, that's <clears throat> my dream. So if I have to sacrifice some things uh, just to please Him, you know, that's I'm sure, I'm sure part of me wouldn't love it. But at the yeah. end of the day, that's something that and a lot of I times too, right to a lot of times too, we don't even think about it. It's like, you know, we may feel like, you know, we're giving it up, but who says that it's actually a forever thing? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, you can give up something right then and there, and you can actually get it back plus 10 times more if you just wait. But you know? yeah, so it's like, matter. you never, you don't, yeah, at the end of the day, it really don't matter. Yeah. Okay. It really don't. When we get to heaven, nobody's going to, like to me, nobody's going to give a crap nah. that you were a producer, that, that what nah. you did on this planet. Hey, the okay. other day, it's, yeah, you got to give it all to him. We'll yeah. get up to heaven and talk about what we did here. Yeah. Exactly right. Once you once you leave this behind, that's it. Yeah, you can't that's take right. any of it with you. All right. And I'm I'm peaceful though. Yeah. You know? So talk to me a little bit about the trains. Yeah. Because you know when you told me that, you know I thought it was a little interesting. So that was just your dream going up. You talked about Thomas the train. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about that. Yeah, man. Something I always wanted to do since I was a little kid. Like I just you know what I'm saying like, that's what, again that set me apart really really differently growing up because. You know, everybody, like, normal teenage dude, you know, loves football, you know, loves sports, stuff like that. Cars, planes, even, if you're going to be outside of the, you know, or trucks, or semi-trucks. I was the only kid that liked trains. Yeah. I was, like, the only kid that liked trains. Like, I remember back in, like, elementary school, everybody was talking about, you know, what they wanted to be when they grew up. And everybody said firefighters, you know, doctors, lawyers, you know, whatever, whatever. I was the only kid that said I want to work for the railroad. I want to be a conductor. Yeah. And I feel like right then was, like, yeah, I'm I'm destined for something very, very different. So <clears throat> with me making beats and everything, I'm just like, you know what? I need to go ahead and get in with the railroad now. So like, you know, because my goal, my dream was to retire from the railroad. So I feel like, you no, know, let me go ahead and get in and get myself solidified. And then, you know, when it comes time to, you know, I can retire at a early, you know what I'm saying, a young, a young age, yeah. you know, if I go ahead and get in early. Yeah. So I went in, got the job working as a um, train conductor as I'm in the Columbia. So um, I started doing it ever since. And um, I've been trying to try and wiggle some room around making my music and stuff as well, too. I'm actually in the process of moving again. So I moved to a nicer apartment. So, um, you know, it's a lot of transitions, you know. I feel like <clears throat> once you get one thing solidified, it's going to be easier to get something else in, right? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when you got two things going at one time, you're going to lose track of one of those things. You're going you're gonna to mess up on something. I mean, so it's like... Just get one down and then set up the other one. So Absolutely. I feel like if I go ahead and set this up the way I was supposed to, I can take that money from um, you know, being, me being a train conductor and put it into my music again. Yeah. I feel like a lot of things, too, you got to invest. 
That's what that's what got a lot of people. I have a question. This is just gonna be the most out of pocket thing ever and it's just not it has nothing to do with what you know, I guess I guess kinda of what we're talking about. What when you moved to Columbia, what did you eat? Like what is your like spot? Right, this is not your. Is this your, is your temporary home, home right? Well, for the next, for, yeah, but for the next couple of years, for sure, this is gonna be. Well, yeah, it's gonna be my home. What is like your spot on this? Man, I gotta feel like Zaxby's dog. Zaxby's. <laughs> I I gotta yeah. go with Zaxby's. Yeah. <laughs> like I I'm not like I'm I'm really cool with like you know local you know what I'm saying local restaurants. I support the local restaurants yeah. and everything like that. But just Zaxby's be hitting okay. all the time. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's not a fast food place. It's a home. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> my sister, so unfortunately we couldn't go. My sister had a uh, dinner. She mm. she goes to Clemson. Okay. And she had a uh, she had a parent dinner, a family dinner. They come and they miss right. parents couldn't go. And my mom was talking to her about it, and she texted my mom like I'm crying in my mm. class, and she was like, why? And she was like, they tore the Zaxby's down. Clemson. <laughs> oh. And yeah. she thought, my mom thought, like, she was crying because we didn't eat uh, And it was steak. And they tore the Zaxby's down. Yeah. So she yeah. has nowhere to eat. Yeah, bro. Which is terrible. Like, what do you get? I, I, I thought we were going to agree on the same thing. The wings and things. Yep. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wings and yeah. things, bro. How funny must it? I don't want nothing too hot. I don't want nothing too, too barbecue. But I never tried that yet. Right, Once I'm set on something, I'm kind of like stuck there. I'm boneless. comfortable. They, they gotta be boneless. I can't really. Okay, what's y'all? So what's y'all preference, man? If y'all do bone in wings, y'all doing flats or y'all doing drums? Flats. Which, flats? Why flats? Because I can push it down. Okay, I can push all the way down. Like, I didn't see. I didn't see that happen until like a TikTok came out. Like I didn't know That's you could even do happened. that. Yeah, like I like, the I like the drums. So I feel like you got you got a whole lot more protein on the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's easy to eat. You know what I'm saying? You can just dip it in the sauce cup. Yeah, just go to town. Exactly. It's good. I, I love food. Like that's like. Bro, yes, yeah, dog. Yeah, food we is, had a guy out here. Yeah. And, uh, first podcast we had with him, and I'm also looking. The audio just jumped up as soon as we started talking about food. But we had a guy on here, uh, Andrew Lanier, and he we just went on. He went on here the first time we had a podcast. So then we we did it again, and I would say it was better than the person. It was awesome, yeah. but we we talked about food for part of it, like our top five favorite meals. <laughs> we had to eat five meals for our life, and one of them is definitely not the Zaxby's, the one things, and with a but I gotta go big, and I gotta get a large lemonade. Me too. And <laughs> I gotta get that. I gotta I gotta get that strawberry lemonade, oh, man. I gotta get the strawberry. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. But I I take Zaxby's every day. Well, sweet tea. Sweet tea is good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those those taste a little too sweet for it. Sometimes it is. It it really depends. Sometimes, like if you put if you put a good bit of ice in it, you know what I'm saying, it's to start watering it down just yeah. a little bit. I just can't. I can't drink McDonald's tea. It's the only kind of tea I can drink. Tea's really good. I like but see, I but see, I'm like super from the south. Yeah. So it was like we had sweet, sweet, sweet tea. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's sure. like, but I ain't gonna lie. There's been one time, man, I had some tea that was like. Od, it was it was too 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 sweet, man. Like I swear, yeah, you like could taste, like you could you could bite the sugar. But I'm serious, you can bite the shit. I, I was like five bro. Like I'm serious, I'm over here like drinking the sweet tea. I'm just like, it's, it's what's in my taste. mouth? Like, what is that? <laughs> like it tastes like sand. What is that? Like, this is sugar. Really I didn't even get a chance to melt into this. I'm yeah. like, man, come on. I think it's like 
NFT could be that thick. Yeah, right? I didn't think it could be. That's, that's like, yeah, that's not even liquid at that point anymore. Yeah, I'm, a like I'm, a bit, I'm, like, yeah. I'm a bit drinking grits, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as far as like, you know, and you know, that's one thing that we love on the podcast is coming a little bit of everything. We just kind of let the conversation flow wherever it goes. Right. But, you know, one thing, you know, when you talk about being in the music industry, you know, what's the coolest artist moment that, that you've had? Yeah. With like another artist? Mm. Dang, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Ah. Okay. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. Paulo Boy Sergeant was the cool. Was because he's an artist and a producer. He's he's more recognized to be a producer. It's like y'all know yeah. who Polo yeah, yeah. is. So like he's more known to be a producer, but he's an artist too. If, if nobody really knows, Absolutely. he's yeah. an artist. So like I feel like I had the best move with that. That and my um, I have an independent artist I'm working with. His name is Steve Glow. And the money Mitch, they're actually from um New York. Like they're from like up north, you know what I'm saying? From yeah. Philly. From Philly. So um when we came down, like they um they of course arranged like for my whole traveling, everything like that. So we um they took me down to Atlanta and I don't fly. So it's like oh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't do flying, bro. Like not really? no, I can't fly. I, I can't do it. I don't like I can't do it, man. Like have you ever flown before? No, never, never will. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a try. I mean, like, I'll have to eventually. If I, if I, yeah. you know, I don't know. So, like, you no, know, every time I was um, like an artist of mine or something like that would like pay for my travel expenses, they're like, man, there's a flight that takes me. I'm like, no, 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 no flight. I have to drive. I mean, I'm like, me, no flight. <laughs> no, nah, man. So, like, they're like, man, what you want to take? I'm just like, I like trains. I'm gonna take the train. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care who. I don't care, man. I can be the, like the most famous person in the world. I am taking a train. Yeah. I am taking Amtrak all yeah. the way down to Atlanta. You get, you get a call from Kendrick. Just hey, can you come? Yeah, like man, can you get can you give me a train ticket? You got Man. Sorry, Kendrick. I'm like, man. You listen. If if it's that, or I'm gonna just drive the yeah. whole way. Absolutely. Like yeah. something, man. I, that's, that could I can't be fun. fun yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Like I feel like I love road trips. Yeah, I feel like you know when you have a road trip, man, like you get to see everything. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Stop and tease. Tesla, though. Be yeah, my cousin got a Tesla. Some things will push you back in your seat, man. They oh, they, yeah. they take off. Right. So, but um, yeah, that was my favorite artist moment, man. We had like a little mini tour. I was with um, um, I had, like I said, my independent artist, um, Steve Blow and Money Mitch, and um, you know, Polo Boy Shutter was there. His videographer Solo was there. His manager was there. And we was actually at Waka Flocka's um, studio, his brother's studio. He's the manager over there. So we came over there and made some beats over there. And um, it was fun, man. We just felt like teenagers are like all over again. It was so fun. Yeah. Like we're pouring water on people in the studio. Like <laughs> we had yeah. a good time, man. It was, it was fun. Where you just like, almost, almost like you lose all your immature, or all your maturity and you just go back to the You just let yourself yes. be okay. Can I take care of, I think... Almost like let some of your seriousness out. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be in touch with your inner kid, man. Yeah. Like, and there's it's a lot of being in the industry. You're gonna run into a lot of um like very very super ego people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Where yeah. they feel like they can't do this. Like they feel like they're these people are beneath them because they're not doing this. I don't care nothing about that, man. I'm not. Well, I, mean, I never did. My first impression of people I always trying to you know, be serious. You know, I even want to try to look good first impression. But if you yeah. just like. I would, I would love to see people like on a huge ego, just like let it go and just like just just have fun. Just I love it. Someone, just, and don't get embarrassed, but just like get to the point where they're like normal. Right, like, like, right. So I'm just I'm just like please, man, just just break out of character. I'm just waiting for them to break. Just let it let it go. <laughs> let it go, man. It's just 
there's so many people that just like don't they like they hold themselves back from having fun. Man, the world is too serious to be serious all the time, man. I have, 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 have a laugh, man. Maybe, joke with somebody. I think they need to just sometimes go out and jump in the rain and just have fun. You got to. Stop it that one time. You got to just let it go. Absolutely. So, who's, okay, all time. I know mm-hmm. you listen to, um, you know, putting you. What's good? Yeah, listen so, to everybody. all time, who's the go? Mm. So we talk about GOAT, we're talking about influential, actually a really dope artist. Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Just, just in general. Like Jordan, like to me, Michael Jordan's a good basketball. Oh. Uh, Everything. Yeah. 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 Overrated question, but I gotta say Wayne. I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta say Lil Wayne. Absolutely, that's what like, we were talking about the other day. Got to, I mean, cause he just, he put on a lot of, um, a lot of people, man. Yeah. You know, to like, me, there's a, there is my top ten, and there's the top ten. Yes. Yeah. So That's very Wayne, true. So Wayne, uh, I say Kendrick. Yeah, Wayne, uh, Biggie, Tupac. Those are in the top ten for me. Those are probably the top three. Right. But to me, they're not my top ten. Like I don't, I don't really listen to them much. Right. Uh, for me, the goat is Kendrick. If you ask me who's the best rapper of all time, it's Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick is dope. And you it's can't, dope. you can't tell me otherwise. But if you say who is the goat when it comes to rap, it's Wayne Biggie or Tupac. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think the thing that's so great about the, about I'm sorry about Wayne. You know, he kind of you know discovered Drake, discovered mm-hmm. Nicki, discovered a lot of different people, mm-hmm. and I think he did a lot for the for rap. Yeah, and I think the thing too with him, he's only he started so he started at fourteen, mm-hmm. and then now at thirty nine, I think it's something. Is that thirty nine? Yeah, for him to stay so somewhere up, somewhere around now. That's crazy. I think too, it's like, you know, he's always, I think, really been intentional about, you know, I, I, I've listened to him say this himself, but it's like staying consistent and making sure that, you know, you're continuing. Like, you'll see him with like the newer artist, and he's continually working with them. He said that's why how he stays so relevant, because Absolutely. he's still working with the new artist. And I think that's great. I think that's part of why, but also just talent wise, you know. I mean, it sharpens your skills too a lot of times. It really sharpens up um, who you are, you know, being able to expose yourself to different talents. You know, you just can't stay in the box all the time because, you know, you're not. Iron sharpens iron. You know yeah. What I mean? So if you're by yourself Absolutely. boxing all the time. Well, to me, like, can't you, can't, you can't surround yourself with people that's going to sound. Bad, but like you can't surround yourself with people that aren't as good as you. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to what you're doing, right? Like you, to me, you have to surround yourself with people that are just as good or better. Yeah. Because when you surround yourself with better people, it makes you stronger. Oftentimes, yeah. Of course. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's incredible. So you talk about beatboxing. Yeah. Which is something that I, I can beatbox, but not like beatboxers can beatbox. You know, it's funny, I couldn't, like, how everybody's doing all, like, the robot effects and everything like that. Yeah. Like, I I can't do that, but because I was so different, nobody else was really doing it. Yeah. And if they was, they didn't do it in the way that, you know, I did it. Yeah. So that's what made me different, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure there was beat makers where I was from, like, but it just wasn't popping out. That's you know, and when I popped out, you know, and I started making, like, millions of views on stuff, everybody was like, oh. Yeah. Like I, 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 now I want to do it, you know. Yeah. So I, I can pretty much say that I paved the way for producers in my city yeah. to really just shine and you know show up and actually do stuff. Are there a lot of producers in your city? Nah. Oh. It's probably like I say about not including myself, probably about three. Yeah. 
that I know of, at least. That I, yeah, that I, I would say is like close to that tier of like what I do. Yeah. I say about three or four. That's cool. So you also bought your laptop. Yeah. Did you want to do something with that? Man, if y'all, if y'all want to use it. It's up to you. It's up to you. Let's do it. Yeah. If you bought it, yeah. That's, that's what I love about it. It's so great. So, yeah, so here's, here's a little beat real quick. I'm a big R&B fan. Oh, me too. Me too, definitely.
I've noticed a lot of, I've noticed house coming back a little bit. I've noticed the last few years. It really is. I feel like it really is. Like, I feel like if it wasn't for this new, this, the new, um, the old school, the Vino new school, man. Yeah. It starts from somewhere. I sampled out Donna Summers on the last day. Oh, wow.
Ooh, I like that song. Yeah. I think I'm the only person that ever sampled it. I know, I, what I used to do is I like to, listen, I, I like to look up on YouTube and see who has to sample it. Yeah. To see if I can do it better. Yeah. Just, just to see if I can just top everything else. Me and the music kind of taking like a little temporary break, yeah. so I can so I can really solely focus on it. You know, whenever I get yeah. railroad things situated. You know? One thing that first of all, all of us, that was incredible, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Like, 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 seriously, like, that was just great. Yeah. One thing that you, yeah, that's all great. So, one thing that you said uh, when we were talking Tuesday was about you know you're a big people person. Yeah. What really to do about that? Talk to me about that and like just how being like like I'm one thing I've learned that you know. That helps you just so much in life, just networking, just being, and just loving people, and just getting to know people, and connections and things like that. It helps you so much in life. Yeah, my mom really actually brought me down to that, um, just being a people's person, because like, I take after my mom a lot, you know, it comes out of that. My mom has always been a people's person. Like, she's working, you know, in healthcare, you know, type of um, environment, like medical field. So she was always seeing people all the time and talking to people. So, um... Yeah, man, like, she's a, she's a really great person, like, as far as, like, having that whole people skills thing down pat. And I feel like, you know, when you build with the right people, you know, you can't lose. You can't lose when you build with the right people. So I'm, I'm really big on networking and um, just, cause I feel like I have such a lot of good vibes. I feel like, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? So okay, I just want to, I want to share that with a lot of people. I want to share people you know, the joys that I've dealt with in life and let people know, like, you know, hey, man, you can do it too. No, don't give up. You know, I just want to be. I just want to be a positive light on everybody. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's really why I want to be. That's the world needs so much of that. Now. It's just positivity. You know, we live in a day. We we live in a world where every day we're waking up from more negativity. It seems like. Absolutely. So I think just kind of bringing that in as well is yes. really helpful. And you know, something else you talked about. You know, with all the you know situations in the world today and all the you know the trouble and the hope that's going on. 
Nobody has no heart anymore, man. Yeah, but one thing you said as far as like getting it back together, you know, it's really about knowing, you know, you, you talk about vibes. It's about getting good, like good, you have good people, yeah. you know, bad people kind of get their intentions a little bit. Because one thing that you said that I really enjoyed was it's not a white or black thing, it's a, it's a good, it's like, and the way you said that, was, that was just, it was just beautiful. Absolutely, man. I mean, because it's like, I grew up, how I was growing up was like, you know, my first best friend was white. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't I never looked at color ever with anybody. So, you know, I I love, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my brother, like, you know, I classify y'all like y'all my brothers. I got good vibes. I I read people like, you know what I'm saying? Like it takes me it doesn't take me long to read like, okay, I feel like I'm gonna like these people right here. Like I'm I'm gonna start talking to them more. You know what I'm saying? So like I think of everybody's like it's my brother and my sister right here until you give me a reason not to. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the really the best way to move. And um no, I got white people in my family, so yeah. you know what I'm saying it's not really, it's never been the race thing. And I feel like people kind of take it there all the time. Yeah, they just you know. I mean, I mean, it should be. It like, should, I mean, that like, should be. Well, there's things like, and to me, like I'm not a huge COVID person when it comes to like you know all that kind of stuff. And COVID, yeah. around, like to me, like nobody's talking about like racism and that kind of stuff. I mean, like COVID was a thing. Like we were, yeah. we were all like to me, like we were all united. Like yes. There should be no separation. No. I guess, and I, I, no. I guess to me, like with like world culture and like that kind of stuff, like that's just more separation to me. I thought you should you should separate yourself from like the, just the bad people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if anything, if you want to separate yourself, separate separate yourself from people that's not you know trying to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Like let them be over there somewhere. But at the same time, you know you gotta also respect everybody that you come in contact with. You gotta be respectful. And I feel like respect is like a big thing that we we lost. I feel like we yeah, lost yeah, it. We yeah. lost that. We lost that a lot. You know, there's a lot of people that just, you know, we just don't have any respect for each other yeah. no more. Man, it's just sad. Well, I mean, to me, I mean, racism is evil, obviously. And like you said, it's about like good and evil. Almost right. You know, like we're we're good people. Yeah. But like the people like that are, you know, white supremacy, you know, racism. Like I said, they're evil. Like that's that comes from. It's evil, man. Evil like, days, cause the thing about it is, I tell people all the time, man. It's like, um, you know, you have to be one unhappy soul to, um, what do I say, to interfere with somebody else's happiness. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Cause like most people that are always, um, uh, I would say, interfering with somebody else's happiness, they're not truly happy themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be happy yourself, and you can't just down on anybody else's happiness, no matter what that is. If it's not bothering you, you know what I'm saying? Like you just got to keep it pushing and keep it moving. I mean, that's what we thought. We had, a, you know, our Wednesday night church service. You know, we talked about, you know, September being suicide awareness month. We talked about that. I mean, there's, there's always somebody going through something that's way worse than just you out of a bad day. And yeah. like all of this kindness, you know, like just, it's not that hard to go by somebody and just smile. Like, like, like to me, like it's, I said this, you know, my, me just smiling, me saying, you know, how you doing? Just yeah. Compliments. I mean, that could be the reason they live another day. Yes, absolutely. I've definitely, um, I've definitely saved a couple people's lives just by me and just being me. By me, just don't say. Don't, don't, fa- don't be fake. Like, don't be nah, fake. at all. Like you know, because I feel like <clears throat> when you be fake, it, it hurts you more than it hurts the other person. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying. You got to. It's so hard to be fake, man. It's really, really hard to be fake. And it's so hard to kind of keep up a lie going, you know what I'm saying? When you're trying to live in this world, you know, so. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I just went on. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. 
So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So you also said, you know, you talk about art and you know, kind of you said you paint. Yeah. Talk to me about that, how you got into that and what you do with that. Man, I, the way I look at things, the way I see everything, I just look at it as art. Everything. Yeah. Like, so I was mm -hmm. able to, um, whatever I hear, I put it in this laptop. Whatever I see, I like to put it on the canvas. Whatever I like, whatever I want to see and capture and to look at for the rest of my life, I take a picture of it. Yeah. So every, like, my art is really expandable different ways, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's nothing I can't do because I've been <clears throat> in a lot of positions that a lot of people just have never been into. Yeah. So, I mean, I think hey, something special is for me. Something is. Absolutely. Something is, man. The like, thing about artists, <clears throat> it's like, sometimes I think art is kind of one of the one things on society together a lot of times. <clears throat> you look at because you know, everybody loves art in some way or another. Whether it's music, whether it's paintings, whether it's, you know, uh, fashion, design, whatever the case may be. That's it. I think it just won't work. Now, when you talk about, you know, here's something I've been really trying to do lately is, you know, I'm a big art fan. You know, I have, I have a collection of a couple, you know, different pictures and things like that in my room. I think, too, you want to think, okay, what can, like, like, you listen to a music, you can, like, you listen to a song, you can listen to a music. You listen to a song, you can kind of see the artistic. Yes. Meaning, and I like you can really see like what it means. Yeah. But I struggle with that a little bit more with paintings, with really seeing the message still trying to get. I see the picture, but I'm really trying to study it more. Mm. What What do you think with like your like like with your paintings, or, like paintings you've seen? How How do you try to get the full message that artists is wanting to give you? Uh, I feel like you know, I feel like a lot of times what they um. And it's like, I can never tell somebody else what another artist is feeling at that moment when he's painting that beautiful masterpiece. But <clears throat> that's, the, that's the one thing great about art. It's very universal. You take it however you want to take it. You know what I'm saying? You think, you know what I'm saying? Like, this means, this is like the beginning of life on that picture right there. Yeah. It's, it's honestly about what you think of it and what you make and what's your perception on what you look at. Yeah, and I think too, you know? absolutely. It's never like a real... Uh, no, this is that way. No, this is that way. Yeah. No, it's whatever you see. It's whatever you see in your eyes. I think, too, when you listen to a song, it's like, I can listen to a song and get something out of it that means a lot to me. But you can listen to a song and get something totally and different. And get something totally different that means a lot to you. I think that's what's so beautiful about modern music in general. I mean, like, like to me, like, I would, like, if I am, like, like, to me, something that's really beautiful is the sky. Like, just, like, the sun's going down. Man. So, like, I, or if, like, I'm at a concert, like, I, I really, I know what my brother, when he got, he went to see Kendrick uh, for his 18th birthday. And, because uh, I, I can't remember when he, when he was in Charlotte. Uh, it was, was August, oh, August 2nd? It was August, it was, yeah, it was his, uh, Dave Corey's birthday, it was August 2nd. And, uh, it was Dave Corey's birthday. And, uh, so he, he fit, he went to the concert. And uh, I bugged him about the videos and stuff, but, you know, he kind of told me, like, I, I videoed a couple of things, but <laughs> I just want to experience that. Like, to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, in the heat of the moment, like, I'm in the call. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I thought it was you calling me. I was like, <laughs> but, um. I'm glad that kept everything good, yeah. Yeah, uh. Oh yeah, that's I forgot about that. You got it on there. Like, oh no, I'm like, oh, no. It's, no. It's separate. <laughs> um, but pretty much, Kyle's trying to thought. Um, 
I'm just, I'm, there's, this, there's this picture of a Tiger Woods hitting. Popular, man. Papa. It is Papa. It's my grandpa. <laughs> I don't know what he needs. But, um, he doesn't, he doesn't text. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, got, he's got the same phone now. Listen, man, same thing about my pops, man. Like, I'm just like, man, pop, just, just text me. You don't know where I'm... Just text me real quick. He's, he does not fool with text. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and text. Go ahead and text. You know what? Go ahead and call. All right. So we'll go back after that. But um, we answered everybody's phone calls. But uh, I had a call, I guess. <laughs> so, um, you know, one, one question I would really like to ask you and we ask this to all our guests towards the end, would be, what would you say your advice to us would be, the podcast, with what we want to do in life, with all that, what would you say we should do? I definitely say, for one, keep on going. For one, definitely keep on going, invest. I mean, so far, I, I've never been more comfortable on a podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, time, man. Like, you know, because it's like, people nowadays, they got such this, you know, crazy image where, you know, it's, if it, it feels like you're being basically like pried open, you know what I'm saying? Like right. press, press to kind of ask certain questions, but it's yeah. been like it's, it's yeah, yeah. right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually it's, it's actually been a real, real cool, you know, a really good podcast. Yeah. And for y'all being at y'all age and y'all doing what y'all do, and you know having everything so organized yeah. and professional, absolutely. Man, y'all are on the y'all on the road to success. Y'all are going yeah. places. Well, yeah. I would go in places. We appreciate that a lot. Yes, it's not, it's not, we don't do it. We don't get to have musicians and producers on a lot of time. But whatever we do, it's really interesting and we, we really enjoy it. But man, I just, you know, I just want to, you know, encourage you, man. It's just been a blessing yeah. getting to know you this week and getting to have you on the podcast. That's and cool. just, just, I really appreciate that. So, you know, is there anything else that you'd like to say? Anything else you'd like to talk about? Plug anything like that? Yeah, go ahead. Ah uh, man, like working with DJ Plug is um is really an honor to him, man. Like just for him, um, basically signing me as a um as a producer in his um, production group, um, it's been it's been a wild ride, man. Just yeah. being able to meet everybody that I met, and not just in the music world, but you know in the um yeah. in the um, TV world too. I was telling you about you know I know people like Chris Massey, that's um you know my, that plays Michael from Zoe One Hundred and One. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell him that, but um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. 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 like. Knowing people like people that's from um, Sharkboy and Lava Girl, like a whole different, like a lot of different right. movies, man. Like the people like, especially we, like we grew up looking at, yeah. you know what I mean? It's childhood. Yeah. So I think that's been able to be the coolest part about, you know, what I do is being able to meet people that uh, that I'm influenced by, as well as, um, you know, meeting people that I've watched on TV for like years and years and years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, definitely shout out to Bobby Critical, DJ Plug for having me. Uh, Absolutely. Plus, guys, big shout out to Guy, man. You yeah. know. Where would um, you yeah. say? Oh no, I'm sorry. No. Nah, go ahead. Where would you say that? And when it's all said and done, whether it be with clear or real or the music, what, what do you, where do you want to see yourself? What's the biggest you want? Yeah. Man, I want to see myself retired, retired from the railroad, big house, wife, two kids, a dog. Preferably the dog from Full House, <laughs> like Comet. <laughs> like that's been that's been my dream since I was like eight years old. Like the full American dream, and me still doing still doing music, have my own studio, you know, um, and being a blessing to other families. I really want to do things like where I'm just get, like going up in different places, just like giving them like dinners and stuff like that, and giving giving kids like toys for Christmas and stuff like that. Cause um I was very blessed. 
to have what I had when I was growing up. And I, I know everybody's not fortunate to have that. Yeah, yeah. So I want to do things like, you know, Thanksgiving giveaways, you know, feeding somebody else's family besides my own. That's what it's all, that's what it's all about, man. Like, I mean, we... We gotta come together more as a human, a human race, man. I feel like we're doing this a, a poor, a poor job right now by not helping the next person out because we wasn't blessed and we wasn't, you know, fortunate to have this. We feel like we have to make it hard for the next person. Nah, yeah. man, it's just gonna make it hard for yourself and for your future generation. You know, so you really gotta make sure you treat everybody right and with respect. So I definitely want to be a blessing um, because I was blessed. Yeah, of course. So, That's awesome, man. So. Well. Sean and Shaq, follow him on Instagram, right? Yeah, that's Instagram, it. Instagram, all that good stuff. Man, we appreciate you having it on. It's yeah. been a blessing. For sure. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. It's been awesome. Really, really forward to talking to you in the future. And, uh, yeah, okay. Really excited to see what you got. Yeah. I think yeah. so. See you next week. All right, man. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to be 100% honest. We, uh, I had to come back and record this with my phone from my computer, so it's not going to be normal. And if there's any audio problems... Feel free to let us know on Instagram or anything. We're, we do apologize. We're going to try to get this fixed. But um, I do want to thank Yellowwood Photography for uh, sponsoring us with, you know, obviously Yellowwood Photography Pictures, um, Wildstar Cafe, 113 North Shelby Street, um, Books, Coffee, um, Stop to Shine, uh, Power Washing, you know, anything, just let them know. And uh, Sweet Beach Boutique. SC, um, Sweet Peach Boutique SC on Floyd Baker Boulevard, um, they, boutique, sell clothes, jewelry, uh, you'll have to go check them out, um, and thank you to Anchor FM for sponsoring us, um, we really appreciate that, can make it easier to, uh, record and, uh, distribute this podcast, so, uh, thank you guys, uh, again, we're sorry if there's any problems, <laughs> I'm sitting here, you know, in my room trying to, get in and out without making a lot of noise but thank you guys for listening and uh you know we'll see you guys next week